1: This podcast occasionally contains strong language and ambient sirens. You're listening to City of Ghosts, an audio series presented by Storytellers Inc., created by Karina Green and Ryan Patch.
3: Everything is happening so fast. Like someone's put a brick on the gas pedal. I knew what I was getting into when I agreed to marry James. I knew he has ambitions, his own and his family's, and so do I. But I thought we had a couple of decades before he would run for office for me to establish myself as my own person. And now, Ah, I am just the shiny new wife on the arm of a politician. I can already see the articles picking apart my background and the gossip questioning my motives. I'll have to prove that I am worthy to be here. Everything has shifted into a new orbit around the campaign. Even the wedding, the quiet affair I was dreaming of has become a political chess game with his mother carefully arranging the pieces. You know, but at least there's still James and the fact that I love him. And I think both William and Victoria have accepted me as his partner. But now I wonder if my own parents would be proud of me. I doubt Elle is. She's happier in the shadows and I still haven't figured out how to change that. But right now, you know, even for how much sometimes I just want to be rid of her, I, I feel more and more that I have to hold on to her. Like she is the only person left who knows a part of me that no one else understands. But she doesn't understand why this is important. I don't want our parents' legacy to go to waste. I don't want my life to end up unimportant. And maybe this is all happening faster than I would like. But I'll adapt. Just like I have to everything else. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine.
1: suit's getting impatient, and I think I'm losing what little sanity I might have had. So we need some kind of lead on this.
4: Have we exhausted all of the Seher's notes?
1: Well, they were all pretty mangled. The only legible one I haven't been able to make sense of is the initials AG, which could be anything.
4: I mean, there's that crime boss, Anthony Gaiatani. Maybe he's mixed up in all this.
1: You want to drag a crime boss into this?
4: Well, what do you think it could stand for?
1: A corporation, another LLC.
4: That would be even more of a dead end at this point.
1: But safer.
4: You could ask saher you know. That's a thing that you could still do, right?
1: She doesn't remember much, though.
4: I don't think we're gonna get anywhere without her help. Unless you want to make a public enemy out of the Department of Corporations.
1: Fine, fine. Just Give me a second. saher sorry. Could I speak with you? You rang? <gasps>
4: Did it work?
1: Yeah, it worked.
4: What? So cool.
1: Who's on the phone? This is Prizrak. We work together. They've been helping me with the case.
4: Pleasure to finally kind of meet you. Do you know what AG stands for in your notes? Know- Prizrak. What? You want me to make small talk?
3: I hate small talk. Well, the obvious idea would be the Attorney General. You were investigating the Attorney
1: General. Oh, the. A- It had something to do with the flood iron fire. She was looking into him in connection with the fire.
4: What does she think? She's gone, isn't she?
1: Yeah, how could you tell?
4: I don't know, I just felt it. I wonder where they go when they're not here with
1: us. No idea. I try not to look too hard into it. Every time I do, I just end up feeling even more crazy.
4: Good policy. So how would an A.G. even be connected to a squatter's case?
1: I've got someone I could call for Civics 101. And once I know what to ask, I do have a friend in Albany. But that wouldn't be an easy conversation.
4: Not an easy conversation like... He's not
1: an ex. We used to work together. Stuff happened. Right. If I made a trip up there, he might be more willing to talk.
4: I'll make a reservation for the Amtrak.
1: And I'll uh, get some tutoring along the way.
5: This is Diana.
1: Councilwoman Chow. It's El Rifkin. We met
5: the other ah, night at... yes. The horse girl who never comes to Queens.
1: I-, I just want to start out by saying that I actually frequent Queens, and it's a very nice place.
5: <laughs> well, of course. Queens is king. I'm
1: um, sorry to call out of the blue like this, but I was wondering if I could ask you some questions about wonky government stuff.
5: Well, you clearly know my weakness, but first you got to tell me, what's the story? What? What was the whole international woman of mystery thing?
1: I think for a councilwoman, the less you know, the better.
5: Well, I prefer a councilperson, if you must, but although you seem fascinating, I'm not compelled to just hand out favors to anyone who calls just out of the blue. But come on, Elle, own it. You need something, and I've got it. Politics 101, surely you know how to warm someone up. What? Make me feel like we're old friends. Tell me something about you. Why? Look, in addition to wonky government stuff, my other weakness is knowing things about people, especially interesting people.
1: Hmm. Once, when I was 10 years old, my family went on vacation to the California desert, and I caught a tarantula when we were out hiking and brought it back to the hotel. <sighs> oh, my God. My mother was horrified when she found it in my backpack. I just thought it was cute. I'd named it and everything. I was devastated when she made me release it.
5: And- What was its name?
1: Hubert. Hubert
5: the Tarantula. Nice ring to it. I can see its name in lights.
1: I hope he's living well, wherever he is.
5: All right, what do you need to
1: know? I think that the New York Attorney General might be mixed up in something. (laughs) What? No specifics, like I said, but what I need to know is that if there was a crime and a lawsuit in the city, How might he be involved in it?
5: Uh, well, there are city laws, and then there are state laws. Usually, cities won't have a murder law because that's a state law. So, if someone commits murder, the AG brings those charges for the state.
1: What about something like squatting?
5: Squatting? That's a a housing court case. Local city stuff. Hmm. But I assume that you've heard the rumors about the AG.
1: No, I haven't.
5: Well, he's got this whole defender of the people thing going on, and he lives up to it, most of the time, unless his donors say otherwise.
1: Aren't political donations just legalized corruption for every polit? I mean, um, except you, of
5: course. Of course. I'm a unicorn, remember?
1: (laughs) Sorry, I, I just...
5: Have no filter? Yeah. It's okay. It's refreshing. But like I was saying, This AG is just known to be a bit more generous than what is customary. Though, I don't know what he could do in a housing case.
1: But in another situation, what could an AG be doing for donors?
5: Well, he has the sole power to decide what cases to bring. What? So, someone's got a criminal charge. The state's got to choose to prosecute it. And if the AG declines, well... Hmm. Are you sure you don't want to meet up and can tell me what you're getting into.
1: No, sorry, I- I'm schlepping up to Albany right now. I'm almost to Penn Station.
5: Wow, you don't beat around the bush. Well, be careful, Elle.
6: stop is Croton Carmen, Poughkeepsie,
5: Rye Cliff.
1: and so leave, to this leave me alone. Stop this it. Is all stop, it. stop it.
5: The next stop is Albany, Rensselaer.
2: All customers are asked to please watch the gap as you disembark the train.
1: Well, they can't do anything for you. Just leave me alone. Andre. This is the best that Albany has to offer.
6: You can't knock the Doughboy L. It's a classic up here.
1: Must be bleak when a chicken hot pocket is the top of your city's culinary scene.
6: Well, we can't all work in New York City.
1: Right, I'm... Andre?
6: You thought you could just come up here, ask for a sit down, Andre, without no, me look, giving I, I, you I... shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am surprised you took my call at all, honestly.
6: Well, I couldn't resist seeing why you were contacting me. I never expected to hear from you again.
1: I didn't think you'd want to hear from me.
6: Well, curiosity killed the cat, so here I am. Look, I should apologize. Well, that's nice, but I get it now. You serve yourself. I trusted you, but you didn't deserve it. Ouch. Yeah, you're just one of those people, Elle. You know I'm seeing shrink now. She really helped me see those who deserve trust. Who doesn't? Done wonders for me.
1: An NYPD detective seeing a shrink?
6: Former detective. But you're damn right. No active duty cop would ever come out with that. But I'm a different person now.
1: An Albany pencil pusher.
6: A dedicated public servant.
1: I'm sure your talents are being wasted.
6: (laughs) You said that about me being a cop, too.
1: I was joking then.
6: Uh Uh-huh. So, curiosity and all, what brought you all the way up here?
1: You're in the Attorney General's office, right?
6: Yeah, I'm still there. Why?
1: What do you think of him?
6: Al, he's my boss.
1: Sure, but I'm just curious if you think he always prosecutes every case he should.
6: How do you expect me to answer that, Al? I'm one member of one team. We don't all know how many cases...
1: I've heard some rumors, Andre, about how maybe he's a knight in shining armor most of the time, except when he gets a tap on the shoulder.
6: There's rumors about every politician in Albany Al. Everybody here has got an enemy who might start one. Many of your clients, I say they would love to start a rumor about him.
1: Well, this isn't about a client.
6: Oh, really? You're just digging up dirt for fun?
1: I'm trying to find the truth.
6: The truth. Now, there's an interesting notion. You know, that's part of why I decided to work up here. Maybe it was naive, but no more than the idea that justice could be done by a street cop. But I thought this would finally be the place where things were black and white but it was infuriating to see my beautifully built cases filtered through the justice system and be bleached into a fine gray by every prosecutor, DA, newspaper reporter, and politician to fit their version of the truth. Maybe I was naive. But no matter how good the inputs into the system are, your outputs will always be soiled if the machine is rotten.
1: So what's the truth? Is the machine rotten?
6: I don't know, Al. Al. I thought it'd be so easy to tell, but when you're in it, it's so much murkier. Dismissing this or that case for this or that reason. It can all make sense, or you can make it make sense in your mind. Everyone keeps their head down. Don't look too closely. Pick your battles, you know? Outside the office, people love him. He's on his third term. He's done a lot of good. So what's the truth, Al? There have always been whispers of the people with access getting preferential treatment, but do the voters care? Apparently not.
1: So, you've given up?
6: No, not at all. I'm still what we would call an optimist in Albany.
1: I'd hate to see the pessimists.
6: you get along with them. But being a good cog is better than sitting outside the machine throwing rocks.
1: Not if the machine is killing people, Andre.
6: What? Yeah... And you think the AG is caught up in something like that?
1: Yeah. Look, all I want... I don't
6: want to know what you want, Elle. This is my job we're talking about. I'm not torpedoing it because there's a chance you're lying to me and just chasing a paycheck. I
1: know it's unbelievable that Elle, the Elle Rifkin, is not chasing a paycheck. This town
6: is small, Elle. It's smaller than New York, which I had to leave, and I don't want to screw this one up.
1: But you came here to do so much more than just not screw it up. You came here to do good inside the system. Don't keep me outside, because I will throw rocks at it.
6: I should get back to the office. <laughs> you can buy boxes to go. Huh? Doughboys. This great for the train. It's a long ride.
4: Judging from your incredible lack of enthusiasm, it didn't go well?
1: Dead end. Reaping what I sowed. You have any better luck?
4: Yeah, but you're not gonna like it. Why? Well, our esteemed friend the AG has taken a lot of money in all of his campaigns. And I mean all the way back to his first one as DA of Scarsdale. From a certain... William Chapman.
1: William Chapman?
4: Yep. Your sister's soon-to-be father-in-law is real popular with shady politicians. Oh, God.
1: How much money?
4: I haven't added everything up yet, but I would estimate a shit-ton. Great. I think you need to talk to your sister again.
1: And tell her that her fiancé's father has terrible friends? I mean... I'll have to come back with my tail between my legs after the way I left the dinner last week. Talia will want to make sure I'm seeing someone again before she agrees to talk to me. It's getting
4: worse, isn't it? Hey, hey, I get not wanting to talk about stuff, but shutting me out won't help anything either.
1: Do you know how much you have in common with some of your favorite celebrities, leaders, newsmakers? I'm Evelyn, the host of Reppin, where you'll meet notable people you
7: think you know. You'll find out who they really are and what they represent. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yes, if you could put me in touch, that would be great. Uh, I'd love to uh, talk about where we're at. And uh, Oh, I have woken tell uh, I should go. Yeah, yeah, talk to you later. Bye. Hey.
3: James, nearly one in the morning. Who are you talking to?
2: Just a friend, Pete from college. He has campaign experience.
3: You seem to be jumping into all of this nicely.
2: Yeah, well, what can I say? Politics is influence and money, and uh, (laughs) I've grown up with both. Is there something bothering you?
7: Are
3: you sure we're ready for this?
2: I wouldn't be going along with it if we weren't.
3: That's the thing, going along. I mean, it's so clearly what your father wants for you, but is it what you want for you?
2: Is it what you want for me?
3: Well, if you want it, of course.
2: (sighs) I mean, of course, part of it is my dad. Definitely. After Harry, I just... Want to make him proud, for sure.
3: Yeah, why wasn't this ever Harry's, I don't know, burden?
2: Oh, he made it very clear what he thought of all this. Didn't like the New York scene. Didn't like the law firm, real estate. Booked it out west as soon as he could.
3: Hmm. Well, I know what it's like to feel like your parents' dreams are on your shoulders. Have you told Harry about the campaign?
2: Hmm, no. I'll just paint it like I'm being a doormat for Dad. You wouldn't understand this is my dream, too. I mean, a life in public service. If we can get State Senate at 35, who knows what else we can do? I mean, we're talking. What? I don't want to say, but powerful offices. And that means we can have a powerful impact in the legislation we write, the things we promote.
3: You keep saying we, like I'm going to be doing these things.
2: The job is big enough for both of us, Talia. I
3: am sure that it is, but... I just don't want to give up the best years of our lives to be smiling for cameras at park openings.
2: <laughs> is that what you think being a politician is?
3: It's what I think being a politician's wife is.
2: you, I want you by my side, playing a visible role, speaking talking about what's important to us. There's only one of me, and with you, your eloquence, poise, <sighs> Jewish family, an example of the American dream.
3: Ooh, okay, don't put all of and, that on me.
2: well, Pete was saying something that I thought might be a good idea. What? He thinks you should go full-time with the campaign. What? Yeah, look. We're going to need all the help we can get. And having you there to be a surrogate, to help fundraise, it would be a godsend.
3: I would have to quit my job.
2: Oh, don't worry, we'd pay you.
3: No, that's not what I meant. It would mean giving up what I've worked for, the mental health advocacy, my career. Think
2: but- about why we're doing this, To. It's to have a positive impact on the city, on the state the impact a senator can have for those issues? Besides, you always said that you wanted to quit work once we had kids, right? Okay, you know, uh, I'm sorry. It was a dumb idea. No, no,
3: it's fine. It is a good idea. You are right. Or your friend Pete is right. If this is going to be our life, if this is who we are going to be We need to go all in on it.
2: Right? I don't wanna pressure you.
3: You're not pressuring me any more than your father is pressuring you. I want this, okay?
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
5: Mm. Okay.
1: Next time remind me that New York State is gigantic and getting to Albany and back in a day is not advisable. You're here, aren't you? How do you know? I'm not sure. Maybe I really do have a sixth sense. Was Albany a dead end? Yeah. Rumor is AG's corrupt. Probably hurting people, but everyone is too scared to do anything about it. Are you just
3: going to give up then?
1: Please, not another lecture. No, it was an honest question. I wonder now if I should have given up.
3: What do I look like to you? What do you mean? Do I look like the kind of ghost
1: you see in movies? I tried looking in your mirror, but I couldn't see myself. You just look like a person. It's easy to forget sometimes that... That I'm dead. Yeah. They all look like people. That's the most terrifying part. There was this man on the train tonight. Seated across from me. And in the right light, you could see the ligature marks dug into his neck. Other than that, he seemed completely normal. He was even carrying a briefcase. It is... It really makes me feel crazy. It it would be easier if you were transparent, or floated, or some shit like that. It seems death is inconvenient for everyone. Yeah. And I'm not giving up. Not yet. Good. I'm glad that you... Are the voices... Please, stop, it. Are stop it. Stop it. I know. Focus on my voice. Uh, uh, Why? Why did I let it go in
5: the first place? Can you hear me? Hello. You have reached Come the here. office of Dr. Walter Cohen. Our office is currently closed. But Come if you would on. like to schedule an appointment, please leave your name uh, and phone number and we'll call
7: back as soon as we can. No.
1: Hello? This is... El Rifkin, I, I need to schedule an appointment with Dr. Cohen as soon as possible. Please call me back. <laughs> Just let <look at> me know, <laughs> please. Thanks for meeting me on such short notice.
7: It's fine, Al. I'm glad you reached out. It seems from your messages that you've been having some trouble.
1: Yeah, that's one way of putting it.
7: Are you ready to start doing the work again? Get back on your medication?
1: Yeah, I thought so. But... Do you think there could be more to this than my original diagnosis? What do you mean? Well, what if some of the voices were helpful?
7: Helpful how so?
1: In doing my job providing information, things like that. Would it be worth getting rid of them?
7: That is an interesting development, considering your previous symptoms. But also, you mentioned only some of the voices are helpful. Does that mean that others are still aggressive and harmful? Yeah. And do these voices drown out the nice ones?
1: Sometimes, but that's not really what i Wouldn't
7: you say the risk the negative voices present might outweigh keeping any positive ones?
1: Well, what if I couldn't do my job without the positive ones, though. Is there Is there any way to only filter out some?
7: Not that I'm aware of.
1: A specific dose of medication or something, or a better way of trying to communicate with them?
7: Communicate with them? I don't think that would be wise. Why not? L. The last time this went unchecked, it led to a complete disruption of your life. You were homeless for a month and wound up in the hospital. I don't think your job is worth your health.
1: Yeah, speak for yourself. I'm sorry? Nothing.
7: If the symptoms are manageable, then we can take preemptive measures, medication and regular visits.
1: I ran out of medication a few weeks ago.
7: I see. Well, I can write you a new prescription. We can monitor the symptoms, properly talk through whatever's been going on, but we should set up an appointment for next week.
1: I don't know when I'm free.
7: Fine. Take this prescription and give me a call as soon as you're back at your calendar.
1: Okay. You know, buddy, sometimes I wish you could talk. Some advice would be nice right now. Are you gonna take those? Oh, hi. Well, that would risk cutting you off. And I can't do that yet. I was listening during your
3: session. It was nice what you said about me.
1: That's kind of a violation of privacy, you know? I I know, and I normally wouldn't, but... You're my only
3: tether to this world, El. You're the only person I can talk to. I guess... I just wanted to know if I was going to lose you.
1: You're not gonna lose me. Not yet. I'll hold off a little longer, and if things get too bad, then I'll start taking them again. What do you think? Sahar? Yeah, I I agree, yeah. Great plan. Absolutely foolproof.
4: Why weren't you picking up? Did you have another meeting with the next- I had an appointment. Oh.
1: With a psychiatrist.
4: Oh. How'd that go? Fine. That's good. Are you feeling- I'm fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Not talking about it. I get it. Have you called Talia? Przrak. Hey, I'm keeping things strictly business like you implicitly asked. And it's kind of the only lead we have right now. You've seen the psychiatrist. That should help, right? (sighs) Ugh. She's still your sister. Maybe it'd be good for you to see her anyway, you know?
1: Oh, uh, I'll do what I can. Good. Um. Oh? Hey, Tall. Can we talk? I know it's spontaneous, but could we meet tomorrow? Just name the spot. I want to apologize, in person. I saw Dr. Cohen, okay? I'm working on it.
3: I'm going to bring James.
1: No, Tall.
3: You owe him an apology too, and you still need to meet him properly.
1: Fine. Sorry, I'm late. Five minutes, it's not bad for you.
2: Good to see you, Elle. Are you doing better?
1: I am James, and I, I wanted to say I am really sorry about dinner. I was just having a rough night.
2: Of course. No harm, no foul, and this is a much better setting. I'm glad <sighs> to finally get a chance to talk, because Talia's told me so much about you.
1: Oh, you don't have to lie and say they were good things. <laughs> oh.
2: Almost all good things, I promise. Your job sounds fascinating.
1: It's mostly a lot of research and waiting around. Oh really? James it's You know, not... insurance fraud, second wives, that sort of thing.
2: Well that sounds exciting.
1: For now it's good, but I mean someday I'd love to work in a government office. Really? Really? Elm, well, you've never mentioned Like the AG's office. Their work is so fascinating to me.
2: Well, it certainly could be up your alley. It's investigations, crime. And, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, the AG's actually an old friend of my father's. Oh, really? He, they went to Yale together. Dad, him, and a, another friend who's sort of a fixer around town. They were kind huh. of infamous on campus, actually, but that was ages ago. Oh, infamous? <clears throat> you know, they liked their pranks. James, I'm not sure if they were involved this is that, in a couple societies, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Ah, so some skull and bone shit.
2: <laughs> oh no, the, the Chapmans aren't skull and bones men, but you, you know, something like that. So are you still close? Yeah, my dad's friend, um, Richard, was the one who encouraged me to run.
1: Run? James?
2: It's, it's fine, Tal. She, Ella's going to be family. But
3: I don't think that this With is- With the Senate the...
2: seat opening up, we're exploring our options.
3: DeStefano's seat? We are just exploring.
2: Well, it's decided enough for Talia to leave her job to be the chair of my committee.
3: What? Like, full-time? Yes. I thought there would be more opportunities
1: here, and it'll be good to gain some more political experience. But what about your job?
2: Whether or not I win, it's great experience. You are giving up
1: your career to go play nice, supportive campaign wife?
2: Well, that's not... Elle,
1: come with me. You said you were here to apologize. You are seriously giving up your career, the nonprofit you founded, to go work for him? No, forget that. You are using me
3: to interrogate James about his family. That was friends. hardly
1: an interrogation. No, I
3: can see it. You have it out for them. You are trying to use. Me. But what if they're not good people, Talia? You think that I have been dazzled by all the light at the top and that I am blind to other things? But I am not naive. I know there are things that James doesn't want to tell me. I know that William and his friends have their secrets. They all help each other up the ladder. It starts in college, in their secret clubs, and keeps going. You look after your own, and that is how you stay on top.
1: And you want to join them on
3: top? Haven't you learned? Men like them have fortresses built around them. The only way to change anything is from the inside. Is that what you're trying to do? I love James. I want us to do good things together. I believe that we can, and it will be easier with his family's
1: influence. But you admit some of them are rotten? Maybe. Who's this Richard person that James was talking about?
3: Uh, I don't really know. He works for Locklear. What's his last name?
1: Talia. Do you expect me to just sell out my fiancé's family like this? If this man is pushing your fiancé into politics to suit his own ends, he should be given up.
3: Uh, Richard Ward. Do what you have to, I won't stop you, but leave the Chapman family
1: out of (sighs) it. What if I can't do that? Then we will have a problem. Talia, we were family first.
3: Yeah, but you never wanted it to be.
7: You're Why don't you pay attention me? Oh. Please I need your help.
3: Can you hear me? Who
7: oh, no. yeah. are you? Yeah, shut happen. up, just hey. shut
1: hey. up! Hey. Even worse than Albany, but I did confirm that the AG is a friend of the Chapman family. And there's another we can look into. Richard or Dick Ward.
4: What was the bad part, then?
1: I'd rather not talk about it right now. Roger. Thanks. You're a good friend, Priz.
4: Ew. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Guess who Dick Ward is.
1: The secret identity of the King of England?
4: Tragically, no. He's the Chief of Staff to Locklear Development's dashing CEO. Wait, really? really? So we have an interesting trifecta now, don't we?
1: Yeah, three college friends, one of them represents Locklear and another works for Locklear directly.
4: And the third, who decides what cases the state brings to court, is getting a lot of campaign help from Chapman.
1: This still doesn't tell us anything about the fire, though.
4: I like to think of it as building the most complex puzzle ever and we're just short a couple dozen pieces. Like, there's this matter with the other LLCs listed at the Wilmington address.
1: Oh, shit, I forgot.
4: Yeah, but it seems like even our shadow corporation needs some organizing principles. Because I worked up a list of several LLCs registered at the PO Box with the same name format. Address, street name, LLC. Like 23 West, 27th Street. So- You want me to visit them? I'm guessing the owners don't trip down to Delaware every month to pick up rent checks from the PO Box. We can just follow the money here.
1: How many are on your list?
4: Uh, 23.
1: Prizrak.
4: I'm a debilitated agorafo, remember? You do the legwork. It's in the contract.
1: What contract?
4: It would be in the contract. You know, we really should have signed a contract.
1: It's been three years.
4: A perfect time to reflect on stuff we could be doing better.
1: I'll check out the buildings tomorrow.
4: Maybe we'll find another piece.
1: Hey, excuse me?
7: Not interested. I'm not selling anything. Still can't help you.
1: Please, I just need some information about the building. Why? I'm conducting a survey on tenant satisfaction. Um, could you tell me who your landlord is?
7: Dunno. Hey,
1: please, this is this is the fifth building I've been to. I just need a few more responses and I can call it a day. You've gotta know who you pay rent to.
7: Ugh. It's, I don't know, some LLC with a weird name like, um, Cara Lear, I think. Can you spell that? No. Great. Thanks. Hey! They're gonna ask me if I'm satisfied with them.
1: Oh right, yeah. Are you satisfied with them? Yeah, pretty much. They're not terrible as far as landlords go, but. Okay, uh, I'll make a note of that.
4: Wait, I wasn't. Thanks d- for uh... your
1: time. Bingo. Oh yeah. Eight Saint Mark's Place. One of the Delaware LLCs pays rent to a different LLC than the one listed in Wilmington. Carlier LLC. I-, I I'm not sure how to spell it.
4: K-A-E-R-L-E-I-R. It means city of Lear in Old Welsh.
1: How the hell do you know that?
4: I read, Lear was a legendary king of the Britons, made famous by Shakespeare, obviously, though the spelling was changed to L-E-A-R. I'm not sure why.
1: Fascinating.
4: Yeah, it is. And guess what? Care Lear does have a business address listed on Lexington Avenue.
1: Text me the address. (laughs) Taxi. Andre, I didn't expect to hear from you.
6: Hey look, uh, so I've been thinking and I still don't trust you. But something you said stuck with me. Oh yeah? Don't sound so satisfied. It was my metaphor. But you talked about throwing rocks at the system from the outside. Uh,
1: Excuse me, here's fine. One sec, Andre. Okay, go.
6: Well. I may not be able to reform the system from the inside right now, but I can tell you if you're throwing rocks at the right places. Okay. There was a case. One case a few months ago.
1: What was the case?
6: Arson. A building that went up in the city. Some squatters died. (sighs) Al, does this sound familiar to you?
1: Yeah, it does.
6: You assigned some really shitty investigators to it. I remember thinking how unlucky those victims were, getting a half-assed investigation, but it wasn't my case. But looking back, it all happened too quickly. Shit! Al, you okay? Where are you?
1: East 42nd. I'm crossing the street so I can look up at a giant building. I'm wondering where I can find some rocks.
6: <laughs> okay, well... Look, that's all I should say.
1: Understood, Andre.
6: Should I look for another job, Al?
1: Someone reminded me that men like him have walls built around them. I don't know if he's going down anytime soon, mm-hmm. but do you really want to stick around for the siege?
6: <sighs> Damn it, Al.
1: Thanks, Andre.
4: Yo.
1: I'm at the address. Carrier LLC's address, on Lexington. And? It's Locklear's corporate headquarters.
4: Oh shit.
1: Yeah, and my Albany friend called, said the AG was apparently really interested in the arson angle. As in, interested in it not being the angle.
5: Oh shit.
1: So, what do you think the odds are of Locklear owning all the buildings registered to that PO box in Wilmington? Hi. Including the burned one at 23 West 27th Street? Very high. Damn.
4: We definitely
1: found more pieces. I don't like the puzzle we're putting together here. Can we take it back? Exchange it for another one?
4: Mm, I think we're past the acceptable refund period.
1: Do you want to stop then? Hell no! (sighs) The burn building. Is it still standing? Yeah,
4: there's been some delays tearing
1: it down. We're still running in circles with these LLCs. I think it's time I paid 23 West 27th Street a visit. See what I can find.
4: Won't that be like, go central though? Will you be overwhelmed?
1: Time to find out.
4: Okay, call me if you find anything.
1: I will. I want to go with you. Thanks. I wouldn't mind company.
3: What are you going to do? If the family your sister is marrying into is involved
1: in all of this, I have no idea. Taxi!
2: Today's episode of City of Ghosts was written by Karina Green and Ryan Patch and produced by Joanne Vo and Ryan Patch. Sound was mixed by Rick Rush and the Oddhouse Audio team. Casting was done by Daryl Eisenberg and Allie Beans at Eisenberg Beans Casting. For a full cast and crew list, please visit us online at cityofghostspodcast.com And I'm your director, Ryan Patch, asking you to connect with us on social and subscribe so we can see you next time here on City of Ghosts.
8: Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear. And each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary, Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary, Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.